We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WEEI Studios. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Austin. Always live on the free Odyssey app. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Hour number two of the Fitzy and Hart radio program here on 93.7 FM WEI and all across the WEI Sports Network on the final Saturday of summer 2022. You can give us a call at 617-779-7937. We do have a guest on the line, although I kind of want to take this one call before we go to our guest that's on the Harbor One hotline. Uh, Andy, someone is on the line and very upset with you about some of the comments you made in a first hour of the program where we Uh-oh. tried to stay as Pat's positive as possible. And that's, of course, why we've got Deuce on hold right now. But uh, Beth is on the line, and she wants to speak to something you said about Coach Belichick um, and his seniority. Good afternoon, Beth. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. So, yeah, I just walked in the door after playing pickleball for three hours and feeling good, and I turn you guys on, and I hear... So let's face it, if you're 70 years old, you're old. And I'm turning 70 on Tuesday, so I'm like, who said this? (laughs) Who who said this? I still work as a nurse. Like, like, 70 is not old, Andy. It's not old. And Bill looks good. He's fit. He's mind. Our minds are still intact, actually, at 70, believe it or not. Well, some people. (laughs) Not everybody. And you sound like you, I, I'd i rather have you make decisions right now for the Patriots than Bill Belichick. You sound oh, like you got it going oh. on. <laughs> I can hang with football, too, you know? So, I, 
I and, feel that know, way. I, I had to call because I was just having the conversation with a friend this morning. 70's a hard birthday, you know, but oh, I'm, sure. I'm okay, you know, feel good. And then I heard that. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. 70 is an old. So had to Beth, call. Anytime you want to play, anytime you want to play pickleball, I challenge you. I like that sport. I've oh, started playing that oh, myself. It's fun, isn't it? It's, oh, so it's a great time. A I started time. playing during it, it, quarantine. I thought it was one of the most fun things. I played driveway yeah, pickleball it, with the kids. It was the best. It's humbling, but it's fun. <laughs> I'm just glad to hear somebody else had their feathers rankled and ruffled by Andy Hart and his obnoxious, insensitive comments. Uh, and had I, the... I couldn't. And it was just the way it was the tone, too. I mean, let's face I it. Know, the tone on this one. Poor old. shame. Ah. The tone. The tone. It's the, You're it's a young 70, tone. Beth. Not everybody's so lucky. Beth, you have well, a wonderful have a rest of your day. And um, on behalf, Beth, on behalf of us, the Six Rings Post Game Show, and everyone at WEEI, thank you for calling in and have a wonderful yes, birthday. Happy this week. birthday! Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Hey, Go Pats! Thank you for calling. See, there we go. You're the show old. has made the turn. We've started off on the right foot this hour. Someone called in to tell you that you can stuff it, Andy, with your insensitive comments. Now, keeping the positivity train rolling for the Patriots on the Harbor One Hotline from Patriots.com. My guy, the deuce is loose, Mike Dusso. Would you like to tell Andy where he can take his comments, Mike? Yeah, I know. I don't know why Andy's alienating all these septuagenarians. I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's uncalled for, really. Well, not all of them. A lot of them are already dead, so... Oh, for the love of everything. Boy, one 13-point defeat in Miami, and Andy has decided to take everyone else with him. You know what? I don't want to be fate to complete in this, Andy. I do want to talk to you, Deuce, though, about uh, first things first. As the, as the Patriots try to turn the page, learn from, yet at the same time forget what happened down in Miami, I know they usually lose there, but it was kind of a winnable-ish game. Before we get into the X's and O's and you know the misses and throws, uh, what's the general mood been down there like this week? Well, I mean, I, I don't want to speak too much to the mood. I mean, generally, it's always, you know, generally kind of the same. I, I wouldn't say anything's morose, uh, you know, warming up for practice or anything like that or in the locker room. Um, but, you know, overall, I think everybody's, you know, it seems like everybody's taking into account this is week one. Um, you know, no question that there's a lot of work to be done. But, you know, overall, it didn't, it didn't feel like any kind of dip in mood or anything like that. They still seem like they're in the process and uh, continue to push forward and uh, we'll see if they're able to make some strides this weekend against the Steelers. Mike, it's week two. They're 0-1. Is this a must-win game? <laughs> well, you know, Perlo brought that up this week, or this week during the radio and I was like, well, must win in terms of what? In, make, in terms of making the playoffs or is the season lost uh, if they go 0-2? I mean, I just, I, I think they need something positive going. I, I mean, I, I would say, yes, they, they definitely need a win, um, but I think more than anything, they just need some success, you know, and, and I think for everybody to fully believe in what they're doing, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball, uh, you know, just to start to get everybody on the same page, because overall I didn't think, you know, that there were some, pr you know, pressure issues and, you know, some free rushers and that kind of thing. But, but overall it's like, you know, I thought the, pre the, the pressure was okay. The protection was okay. Um, you know, I think they just have to all get on the same page and kind of get some confidence in themselves. And, you know, then I think maybe they'll, they'll be able to string some plays together. That's, that's the biggest thing, just consistency and, you know, trying to find some success. So, Mike, who stood out in terms of positive contributions uh, offensively or defensively to you? I know you guys, you, Lazar, Perillo, put together all those great reviews at Patriots.com. Who made the most positive impact in week one, and how do you think that their impact will translate into the week two game against Pittsburgh? 
Yeah, I mean, I'd probably start on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think there were, you know, some some good plays up front. Uh, you know, Judon I thought was pretty good. You know, Bentley was pretty good. I mean, everybody, you know, Duggar had some moments, you know, then was, was you know, missed that tackle there on the on the touchdown, which was kind of a backbreaker. So, you know, I, I'd start there with, with the overall positivity. Same thing, you know, on offense. I think there were, you know, some moments here and there. But, you know, overall, you, you just have to, you know, be honest. It, it, there's been far too much up and down and, and not enough, consistency in, in the ups so uh you know offensively who do i go to i'm not i'm not quite sure i think that all those guys you know need to be better and and even though there were you know some moments i still think that there's you know elson Aguilar continues to kind of jump out to me as a guy that you know has some quickness and some speed that that they really need and and last week you, you saw with parker they're going with him on the outside every down i would hope that maybe that gives them an opportunity to move Aguilar around a little bit um, you know, and the same thing with Kendrick Bourne. I know he's a big talking point this week. So, um, you know, you asked me who was good. Mm, I don't know, but I, there's certainly some guys I think that, that just need to be better and, and can be better. Mike, the Fitzy and Hart program is, uh, is built on uh, glass half full, glass half empty debate continuously, especially with the Patriots. So I'm going to ask you, is the glass half full or empty when you look at the fact that the two best drives of the opener were the first drive of the first half first drive of the second half when you could say Bill Belichick has his greatest impact and that's a good thing or you could say well when they go off the script and Matt Patricia has to do his job the bottom kind of falls out absolutely I mean you know look I I I know you guys pitch me as Mr. Positivity Patriots.com but I mean you know the reality is you just we haven't seen a consistent performance especially in the offensive side of the ball but I'll just say on the overall in the team it's and it's going back to last year. It's, it's going back. And you know, I go back to Bill Belichick after that Bills playoff loss. He said, you know, was this a bad night or is this who we are? We'll find out next year. Well, you know, through training camp, month of August, and, and here through game one, it still kind of seems like largely the same team. I mean, I think there are elements on defense that, you know, are starting to show themselves of, you know, potential to grow. And, and I do feel some positive vibes for that side of the ball. But offensively, it just hasn't been enough yet. And I, I wish I could say, hey, they're going to get it. They're working at it. Right now, I, I'm not feeling like they're going to have to surprise me a little bit. And I think it starts this week with no easy task against a Pittsburgh defense that even without T.J. Watt, I feel like this is a, an outstanding defense that is physical, that's going to challenge the Patriots in a number of areas that, that they can't quite handle yet. And you throw in Brian Flores on, on that side of the ball as well with a whole other twist of, you know, we know he, he loves to send the house at Mac. It's, it's going to be a really interesting matchup this weekend. And, and, and I hope that they can reverse the tide a little bit. But right now, I, I got to admit, Andy, I'm feeling a little down. Wow. Unbelievable. Coming from Mr. Patriots positive himself. And no, I'm not painting you into any one single corner, Deuce. But I feel <laughs> you. And I think that's something that we've been sleeping on. And this is Mike Dusso from Patriots.com joining Fitzy and Hart on the Harbor One Hotline as he does so many Saturdays. We thank him for his time. I think we're sleeping a little bit on the Flores factor heading into tomorrow. Mike Tomlin, usually, you know, used to be Dick LeBeau. I'm not exactly sure who the defensive coordinator is. And Tom Brady used to own the Dick LeBeau defense. They didn't really change it up very much. He would dissect it, have it for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a side of tomato-free avocado toast. Now, here comes Brian Flores, who knows the way Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia at all, uh, operate. Actually, the last guy to truly simplify things was Flores in 2018, and what a great defense that was. I think we're going to see a really, really low-scoring affair tomorrow with a lot of blitzes, a lot of sacks, a lot of big hits. 
Maybe it's the team that protects the ball the most tomorrow, Deuce, or the team that can take advantage of another offensive miscue more frequently than not who sneaks out the win because I don't see the Patriots opening things up, and I don't think the Pats' D gets too leaky against Mitch Trubisky and a hobbled Najee Harris. No, I've never seen anything like it, guys. It seems like every single score prediction is either 17-13, 17-14, 16-13, 16-14, that it seems no matter which way people are picking, that's what they have, you know, essentially a field goal game. Um, and, and I agree. I mean, I think they're going to send a lot of pressure at, Ma- at Mac. Um, I think the matchup of Cameron Hayward going against Cole Strange, uh, that's, a, that's a hugely challenging matchup for Cole Strange to deal with a mammoth, an experienced veteran like that who's probably going to be lining up over him for most of the game. Um, you know, you can, you can even kick it outside at the outside linebacker spot with, you know, Trent Brown, and I know – you know, T.J. Watt's out, but Alex Highsmith, he, I mean, we talked a lot this week about how much, you know, attention does T.J. Watt draw. Does that help Alex Highsmith? Still, you know, Pittsburgh's going to need Alex Highsmith to step up and, you know, going against Trent Brown. It's just, it's just, again, they cannot have those blown protections because overall, I mean, I don't think that the protection was terrible. It's just a few brain farts here and there where they're going to get Matt killed. So that can't happen this week. How does it all mesh up with Flores and how aggressive he is? Pittsburgh seems more like one of those defenses. Hey, we're going to do what we do. We line up where we line up. Um, Flores, we know more moving guys around. So it's interesting to see how that's all kind of coming together for Pittsburgh on the defensive side of the ball. You referenced it earlier. The Kendrick Bourne situation has been a talking point, not just this week, but going back uh, throughout much of the preseason. Tom Curran threw a little uh, gasoline on that fire, I guess, this week, talking about how uh, the Crafts and Robert Kraft noted the situation with Kendrick Bourne. And, and I think some people extrapolated on that to believe like, oh, Robert's going to step in this week and basically tell Bill to play Kendrick Bourne, which I find um, borderline laughable. But who knows? Who knows how it plays out? Um, what do you think? What, what do you think, I guess, just of what the hell is going on with Kendrick Bourne? And would you take the over or the under on the Six Rings podcast number of 16 and a half snaps for Kendrick Bourne this week? Ooh, that's a that's a good number. That's a good number. Thank you. I, I, I uh, that I, I'm going to come back to that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's start with uh, you know, let's start with the whole the whole kind of off season. I mean, I you guys, I mean, and Andy, you know it as well as anybody. You know, this off season when Kendrick Bourne starts giving golf cart interviews about the new offense and how dope it is, and you know, my alarms are going off. I'm like, oh, they're not going to like this one. So, you know, I think Kendrick certainly, he's got an electric personality. I think it's one of the things you, you loved about him last year that, you know, he just brings this positivity to him. And, and I think it's something that certainly 100% the Patriots need that element uh, within the locker room. And, you know, to be honest, we were in the locker room yesterday and, and he did a little media availability. It did not seem like the same Kendrick Bourne I'm used to seeing. Not that smiling guy with, with that positive energy kind of coming, you know, emanating from him. Um, so, you know, I think that's an unfortunate thing, but you talk about the whole summer talking about the offense, you know, it seems definitely somebody who was putting them out, out in front of the public, uh, you know, a lot, which is another thing can be a bugaboo for them. Um, but, you know, frankly, he just, you know, wasn't even that productive in camp. I mean, you, 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 you guys saw it. I mean, we turned to ourselves, I think, you know, a week or so in there's just, you know, where's Kendrick Bourne been? It's just, you know, it's, it, it's really quite strange. And, you know, to go back to my earlier point, I feel like, you know, the middle, their, their offense in the middle, of the field. It just, it just doesn't really seem to exist right now. So I think guys like Kendrick Bourne and Aguilar guys who can get, you know, downfield a tiny bit with those, those digs and, you know, being able to open up that part of the, of the field for them. I, I, it was just completely, it was all, you know, checkdowns and shots. It felt like last, last week. So 
We'll see what happens with Kendrick, but I, I think right now my inclination is to play the under on that bet. I do think it's funny, Andy, that like all the reports seem to always tag on like, but he's expected to start to see more time now. Like, oh, but like we had to wait till just that one week. Like now it's expected. Like, I don't know. That that part of it struck me strange too. All right, Deuce, we'll let you punch out with this one. Uh, Ty Montgomery goes on injured reserve for four weeks this past week with a knee injury he sustained in the opener against the Dolphins down in Miami. Not the same ankle that he injured in the Raiders preseason game. Who do you see filling in as the de facto third down back, or or how do they go about trying to replace the snaps he would have taken? And uh, then maybe you can uh, give us a final score and carry on with a beautiful Saturday. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'd like to see JJ Taylor. I mean, I just, I think he's, yeah, he's a little guy, but man, he just, he seems electric. He seems to have a little playmaking ability in him. Uh, got some chances as a rookie, even less so last year with the fumbles. And he's another one who seems to, you know, can't quite get out of the mistake doghouse. So I'd like to see him. I mean, I do think it's a little bit disappointing. It felt like this summer you had so much running back depth and all of a sudden here you are again, you know, with just Stevenson and Harris and, and you don't even really have Brandon Bolden anymore. So Pierre Strong, he popped up on the injury report this week. Hard to expect anything out of him. So I think I'd like to see J.J. get a shot early in the season, get him back out there. Um, but if not, you know, I think we've seen enough from Ramondi Stevenson that, you know, he could maybe fill that role a little bit. Although I, I think people are pumping him up a little bit more than, than I might in terms of the strides. I, I, I Just to give a quick plug to J.T. O'Sullivan, the QB school, he does, you know, kind of great breakdowns. One of my favorite ones from, you know, a couple of weeks ago, just – you know, just he kind of highlighting Stevenson and not really having the, uh, you know, get to it, get, not really get into his routes. A little bit, a little bit of, you know, I, I felt like a little bit of a lack of attention to details in the passing game, and that made me wonder. Everyone's like, oh, this is an easy fit. Ramondre Stevenson's going to be the guy. I'm not quite sure. I think it might be JJ Taylor. Um, and as for score, I'm right in. I'm right there, 17-14 uh, with everybody else. Unfortunately, I'm I'm going to go to the Steelers this week. I just think their defense a little bit better uh, than the Patriots, and that's that's probably going to be enough. I think that the wild card, though, if the Patriots play safe with the ball, Patriots defense takes it away a couple times, that, that could be enough to, to swing it in their favor. Because I do, I got to say, as bad as the Patriots offense looks, the Pittsburgh offense looks just as bad, if not worse to me. Uh, it, it, they're dealing with the same kind of stuff. So we'll see. It's probably going to be a rock fight, though. The rock fight wow. by the Allegheny, the battle of the mediocres, the once-was versus the used-to-bes. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock on CBS. You can get the breakdown, of course, on the Six Rings postgame show and Patriots Unfiltered tomorrow as well as all week long. Follow him on Twitter at MikeDuso19 and read his musings and observations at Patriots.com. Deuce, thanks for the time. As always, enjoy your Saturday. Good luck to all of us tomorrow, and go Pats. Thanks, guys. Be good. Thank you, Mike. That's Mike Dusso joining us on the Harbor One Hotline from Patriots.com. Woe be us, Andy, when the brightest light I know in Patriots Nation as a fan and media says, even I'm feeling a little bit down about how things look right now. Insert Andy Hart sound. Uh, he just picked the Steelers. He picked the Patriots to fall to 0-2. If we <laughs> cannot get Mike Dusso to pick the Patriots, then what the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> Wow. I blame Perillo. Perillo has really yep. ne negated all his optimism over the years. Just like people blame you and Shime for radiating the, the fertile Patriots yep. Foxborough soil of Fitzy, now I blame Perillo for doing the same wow. to Deuce. Oh, and two oh. pats, according to Patriots.com. Can you imagine? 617-779-7937 is the number. The lines are lit up. We'll get to all the calls as soon as we can on the other side. But first, we pay the bills and we trend.
The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Be sure to tune in to WEEI this Red Sox season as we broadcast live from our Ford Clubhouse Fenway studio before Red Sox weekend home games. It's brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and Ford trucks, the official truck of the Red Sox. Here's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Sox scored two in the bottom of the eighth to squeak one out over the Royals last night. Two to one. Michael Waka. Ah, chef's kiss. Stupendous once again. Seven innings, only one run allowed. Unfortunately, after the game, Kevin Ploiecki, catcher for the Red Sox, was DFA'd after the game. Pitcher Frank Herman has been recalled from AAA Woo Sox. Game two of the three-game set is this afternoon. Rich Hill's on the bump opposite Brady Singer. That is actually that person's name, everybody. It's not a revelation that Tom Brady's going to be on a Fox TV show later on in the season. You got Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming on the call. First pitch at 410 across the Shaw's and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And hey, be sure to tune in to the Visit Massachusetts pregame show with Rob Bradford at 310. That's sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. The Patriots are headed to Pittsburgh to play the Stellars for their Week 2 matchup tomorrow at 1 p.m. Mac Jones taken off the injury report after missing Thursday's practice due to illness. Four Patriots continue to be listed as questionable, including left tackle Trent Brown and safety Adrian Phillips. You got Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy tomorrow before the game, 10-1 to 1 for NFL Sunday here on WEEI. And then join your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart after the Patriots-Steelers game following the conclusion of Sox Royals for the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI. And in college football action today, number 12 BYU plays 25 Oregon at 3.30. Number 11 Michigan plays with, uh, excuse me, Washington, not Wisconsin. Tonight's national game at 7.30. Should be a barn burner. I would bet the over in Miami versus Texas A&M at 9 o'clock tonight. And BC plays Maine at 7.30. That one is on 8.50 a.m. WEEI. And that's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to it, Bitsy and Hart on WEEI and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Song by the Foo Fighters, Summer's End. Andy, do you get a little extra nostalgic? Do you get a little misty? You, the boat owner, me, the Cape Codder, living for those long days, the eternal summer, endless nights, sunshine, warmth, and happy. Yes. Do you like? Was, do you uh, like the winter? Was, do you cotton to the winter? Is that like? Um, I like the winter. I lose when when summer ends i'm not ready for summer to end when the winter ends i'll be ready for the winter to end but i Amen. do like the change of seasons yeah it's, i know that's kind of what makes us who we are and that adds depth and it is of cool it breaks up res- the monotony and you know, like it gives you something to look forward to and i don't know having gone to school down in dc you get like a week of season change so mm-hmm. i missed it so much i mean nothing beats new england what? yeah no and and the fall can be great really? and the spring at times can be great i just as you said it fitzy for people like us if you have a tie to the cape or a boat or those types of things like i went out on the boat last night and you know the sun's going down earlier and i had a hooded sweatshirt on and it's like oh yeah summer's over the water temperature is now like 69 degrees instead of the high 70s that it was it's just that that slap of reality in the face that it is indeed fall and the leaves are in the lawn and all these various aspects that are somewhat in, enjoyable but also uh, reminders that the uh, the boating season is over. I know so, it teaches us reality and the cycles of life and that things begin the they have a middle they end life. they change. I know. I also spent several months in Florida once and I literally never got tired of it being bright, <laughs> sunny, and happy. Ugh, I hate Florida. It smells. It's no, moist it and it smells. Certain yeah. parts of it are excellent. I'm sure there's an odor. Say the same thing about Francisco odor to it. Oh, come now. Don't knock it till you try it for a long period of time. Back to the phone calls we go, Andy. Let's see what the Pats Populi have to say about the way week one went and what kind of chances the Patriots have making their way into Yinsburg, going downtown to try to get a win against the Stillers. Wayno's back. Here he is. All right. Let's see if it works this time. What's up, Fitz? You know, it wasn't your fault. It was my girl. She flipped the phone. Dummy. Hey, oh, nice. Whoa, whoa, that. whoa. She we knows, do not knows. accept that here. That's no, hey, no, no, hey, no, hey, no, my no. My girl knows I'm only kidding, Andy Scandy. Come on. I heard you saying that when I was coming out. The, the uh, mouthy from the Southie. Oh, my God. They're going to hear this in Southie. I'm going to hear somebody say this, or I'm going to say, shut up and don't say that again, because now you'll see my wrath, and you don't want You're to see my wrath. You're going to go a fight over my nickname. <laughs> let's go Let's go with three things real quick that we need to get done, okay? Hey, one check. Listen up, buddy. The senile crew, listen up, okay? Mr. Kraft, I love you, but listen up. You cannot leave the guy, Trent Brown, on the outside when it's 102 degrees out. He can't even breathe. And you're going to let Matt get hit like that one more time, and it's going to be over. 
the season's going to be over before it starts. And I don't want to say that because I'm supposed to be Mr. Positive. But what I'm seeing is driving me crazy. So, Andy, am I wrong or right? Uh, I don't know exactly everything that happened last week. I think there were communication issues, but you should be able uh, to leave Trent Brown out there by himself. He's supposed to be a Pro Bowl caliber left tackle. The problem is last, last week he looked disinterested, his energy wasn't good, and I'm sorry, sometimes you. he might have to play some games when it's sunny and hot out. I don't give him the excuse You're of the heat. 100% right, Andy. That's what I'm talking about. If he can't handle it over there, like I don't think he can handle it too, Scott, slide him over to the other side, bring in somebody that can actually block and keep Matt, because Matt's small. People don't, he's not big, he's small. So if he keeps getting hit like that in the back and the back, and before we know it, well, oh, there's Hoya coming in, and I'm going crazy, and I'm going to go somewhere else because I can't watch stuff like that. I have to see my quarterback win. RPOs. Start going with the RPOs, Mac. That's what you need to do. Get back to who you were at Alabama. Here, at, do it at New England. Well, it's not his choice. Somebody needs to call those RPOs and play action oh, passes. Oh, and them and idiots. Oh, geez, They're idiots, easy. Andy. Seriously, them, them two, um, the, the the guy who can do the rockets. What's his name? Patricia yep. and the other. Mm-hmm. Listen, pick one guy, one guy, not two, no twiddle d twiddle do. One. That's all we need. One offensive coordinator, one defensive coordinator, and a coach. How hard is that? Two minds are better than one. But I heard, I thought the old expression was: <laughs> if you have two defensive coordinators and two offensive coordinators, you have no offensive coordinators. Yeah, that's that's probably well, accurate in this case. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Just so you see what I'm saying? They need to get – somebody needs to sit down, everybody, and redo this thing over because when they came out, they cannot look like that again, and they cannot lose. Is, K, is what his name out? J.J. Um, not Watt. T.J. Watt. Yes, he's out. Yeah, he's out. Is he out? He's oh, out. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank God because we can't have him get hit by uh, Mac. You know what I mean? So, absolutely. Did, did I just right, – Am I – Wayne, did I just hear you say you're hitting the reset button on this season already? No, I didn't say set the reset button. You just, you you did. You got to fix it all. I I listened to all of it. You think the coaching staff's a mess. If you get hit again like that, he's going to be out for the season. And then, yeah, the season will be done. Yes. So so you're you're okay with the coaches. They're going to figure it out. telling you the truth. They're going to figure it out, the coaches. You're good with that? Yes, I, I pray. I'm on my knees right now praying, please. I want a good season. I want to watch them play a good season. And I want to see him grow. I want to see Mac grow. We've resorted Is that to asking praying. too much? I don't know. I think in the old days, we didn't really Thank have you to for the call, Wayne. I'll have a good Saturday, brother. Go back on It's talent. called the NFL, okay? <laughs> and be nice to your girlfriend. She's a yeah, saint also, for dealing no with you. No disrespect to anyone. Children, the, uh, Andy was mean to the elderly the first hour. Nope, Wayno's calling someone a, a dummy who he loves on the, in the second hour. Like, look what's happening to all of us, Andy. Look I was what not, this Patriots' no. offensive ineptitude is doing to all of us. Wayne was, when Wayne was disrespectful and rude, I told the truth. When you're 70, you are old because you're within a decade of dying based on the law of averages. Oh, come. That's cheap. What Whoa. Just numbers. I'm, it, in this analytics world, I'm just giving you the analytics. Every day oh. you're closer to your death. That's right, baby. We've turned the corner. Fitzy, you and I. Yes, I understand. I am one to We're often on the back say nine. that at this particular age, I'm much closer to NCAA to AARP than I am to NCAA. Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, 
age to me is a state of mind. You can oh, live God. with your saber numerics people. and all of your old person uh, preconceived notions. I'll live with the idea that I can be whatever age I want to be until they tell me I'm not invited back to the party anymore. Thank you imagine you how much, much you're going to babble when you're actually old? You're only in the middle oh, ages the love, when you're babbling. You know, actually, I would love if we get a transcript of the show and we see who actually utters more words. You'd be surprised how you would you're be done. in the lead by You furlongs. win that contest in the first 10 minutes. At what point is this elder abuse? Yeah, it's true. Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. From the top rope. I'm Coop. sorry. Elder abuse. Probably boomer abuse, if anything. It's hardly elder abuse yet. I don't need glasses when I drive yet. Thank you very much. See how badly we need the Patriots to actually come out and put on a good performance tomorrow? Look at what happens to this region, this fan base, these people, my people, and your people, Andy. Look what happens to all of us when we have nothing to look forward to and we're downtrodden about everything surrounding our favorite football squad. Well, we need a win because winning cures all. It'll even cure our, our issues. Mm, I don't know about that. That would have to be one hell of a win tomorrow. I was saying it. I thought maybe yeah, it sounded good. You didn't, there was zero conviction in the way you said all. that. I didn't even sell it. I, didn't even, I don't think anyone believed that at all. <laughs> Back to the defense versus the Patriots offense tomorrow. Uh, Deuce touched on it a little bit, and I think, I think both of us have this in the front of mind, and we'll see how much of an issue it is tomorrow. The Brian Flores factor. Do you think, Andy, do you think the Patriots are adequately prepared for – the Steelers defense, even minus T.J. Watt tomorrow, because they were all over Joe Burrow. They were all over the receivers right up until they decided on the last play of the game to single cover Jamar Chase, a curious choice at best for the Steelers defense last week. They only allowed 20 points to one of the better offenses in the AFC last week. Four picks, two fumbles. Joe Mixon only averaged 3.2 yards per carry. And that's the, and that's the Bengals with a trio of wide receivers, all of whom would be the number one receiver on the Patriots. Uh, you know, the prognostic forecasting uh, an offensive breakout tomorrow for the Patriots would be folly at best. Yeah, no, I the Pittsburgh defense is talented. Now, I, I do um, subscribe to the idea that there's going to be a transitional period here. When any defense or offense loses its best player, the rest of the unit, the the um, Alex Highsmiths of the world, who mm -hmm. gets treated one way when he's opposite T.J. Watt, will get treated a different way. Even a great player like Cam Hayward, who's a great mm -hmm. player, things are going to change the way that defense, that front is treated. But I still think they're talented. I still think they're good. And then I would rewind even further and say, I think the Patriots need to figure out their own house almost before they even worry about what they're going up against, right? Like the, these issues with communication and pass protection, and the offensive line, if you don't get that right, it doesn't matter what Blitzberg is doing, what they're sending, what B-Flow has put a wrinkle in that he knows from his time against the Patriots, because that does concern me. We know that at times, uh, well, B-Flow has done a good job against the Patriots, but that former coordinators, coaches, assistants have had some success against the Patriots and Belichick over the years, but I think it really starts with what are the Patriots doing up front? Are they ready to line up? A, is Trent Brown on the field? Trent Brown's traveling, but is he on the field for a full game? Is Cole Strange ready to play a full game? Do they line up their five, and can they get on the same page so that Mac Jones doesn't have these people that are just, you know, runaway rushers running right through him or the football on the way to victory? Yeah, when Deuce brought up the Cam Hayward versus Cole Strange matchup for tomorrow, yeah. woo, that's going to be yeah. tough. Yeah, that I'd is, help uh, that out a little bit. 
I don't know. That's why you make the big bucks. Matt Patricia as the offensive line coach. Billy Yates, you scheme it up too, but uh, help Mr. Uh, Cole Strange out because I'm not sure he's ready for that matchup. And in fact, I'm kind of sure he's not ready for that matchup. No, I don't think so either. He's going to need some more uh, junk in the trunk to be able to handle one of the biggest, baddest defensive linemen in the NFL. That could be a big old bowl of nightmare soup with some fries on top, served Pittsburgh style. If Cole Strange doesn't get a little help tomorrow, looking at you, Trent Brown, we're looking at you. Shane down in Plymouth. He's an in-bill we trust guy, wants to talk us off that ledge. What up, Shane? Fitzy, you're not an in-bill we trust guy anymore either? Or... No, of course I am. I just wanted to I just mm. wanted to highlight mm. that. I don't know. Good point, Shane. He doesn't sound like one. Yeah, I know, Andy, but I mean, the, the Bill's under attack from, from national media, national sources now, which i got to wonder where that juice is coming from. You know, Tom Brady's PR people and all these people, you just got to wonder. But anyway, I just want to remind you that he won a Super Bowl against the machine gun Kelly, no huddle offense, as a defensive coordinator with Jeff Hostetler as a quarterback. He beat the greatest show on turf with a basically rookie Tom Brady. You know, give him a chance. Before Brady was anything, uh, Bill Belichick was a, mass, a master of his job. And, uh, you know, Blitzburg. Mike Tomlin Steelers with Mitch Trubisky. I think uh, you know this history. We gotta give him give him some support here, Andy and uh, Fitzy. Come on. Yeah, I, we will. I, we will give every. We will extend every olive branch. Provide every opportunity. Uh, provide all the Foxborough faith that this particular fanboy can possibly do. I I have been a build we trust guy. I bought into the scheme, the regime change, the offensive coordinators, the faith in Mac, all of it. And listen, if they come out tomorrow, yeah, I, I don't mean, care. I, I mean, Shane, yeah, we can win nine six tomorrow, and I'll be the happiest. I'll be the happiest little boy who's almost fifty that you'll have ever heard of or seen before. Yeah, I mean, this is. I enjoy this kind of football. You know, they're not the best team at all in the conference. So every week, you know, he's. They... Oh, this sounds like oh, you're breaking Shane. up, Shane. I'm sorry, we lost you, but thanks for calling in today. Bet you he's, he's north, north of seventy. Trust. No one What's knows that? what happened there. Oh, see, yeah, see, maybe he. Oh, the ageism on this show. I'm reporting you to HR. That's what truth is. Never mean. (laughs) No, just you. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is the telephone number. We'll wrap it up with your calls. We'll look around the NFL to the week two picks and best bets, and maybe even a little Tom Brady talk. Could Tom Brady be missing Bill Belichick more than ever before? And hey, maybe vice versa. We'll hit it all before we go to the Red Sox pregame show with Bradford. This is Fitzy and Hart on EEI. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WEI. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Final segment of Fitzy and Hart. A little bit of a shortened show today because we got the Visit Massachusetts Red Sox pregame show with Bradfoe at 310. And then first pitch of Sox Royals from friendly Fenway Park at 410 with the great Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming on the call. Andy, didn't you go to a game this week with your son? 
Uh, I did. Not with my son, actually, but he had, unfortunately had to bow out because his football practice was changed. But yeah. You brought your uh, girlfriend, and how did your wife feel about it? Yeah, well, she was fine. She enjoyed the time alone. So, um, no, it was great the other night. The home, the ball was jumping out of the ballpark. They lost, unfortunately, in extra innings, but it was a fun, fast-paced baseball game. I, I really, really enjoyed it, actually. I love to hear that. Like, it, baseball it, it, isn't actually... boring. You may have heard. Yes, love I have that. heard as much before. It's not I don't boring. think actually we've weighed All in on, and sometimes, not to say that any of the hardos. <laughs> I like baseball and I know it. Sometimes it's boring. We all have to be honest. Sometimes you watch a game and you're like, wow, this is really dragging. Yeah, on. Oh, my God. But you know what I was actually watching a little bit? Like, you know, the new rules that? that they're instituting, speaking of the time and flow of game in yep, terms yep, of banning shift, the shift. Just what I was trying to segue to. If you and all that. step on me, that's fine. Well, don't Go worry. Right. We're so having sad. a quick, fast-paced conversation, not a monolith. Uh but the number of times that players without a shift are yes. playing on the grass, which is no longer allowed, I believe, under the new mm -hmm. rules, both feet must be in the dirt. Correct. That's going to alter the game, too. And then this idea that some teams are going to continue to try to shift by having basically the shortstop or second baseman in motion on the pitch and cross the center line. Really good athletic, really good athletic article that was talking about that. So each baseball field. Uh, even though dimensions are typically different and everything, you typically think the infield is structured as the same across all diamonds. Right. There is a rule saying how big it's supposed to be. However, not all teams really adhere to it because there is no enforcement right. of it. So the MLB is going to start cracking down Measuring on that. Measuring the grass. And there's, Where's the there's grass? A couple, how big's the, the turf? There's I mean, a couple the, uh, teams dirt. out there that they know what they're doing when they're kind of changing I the love dimensions. It. I love it. But I'm, I'm envisioning Canadian football baseball with the shortstop full speed hitting the center line as the pitch is thrown to run over to the other side because that's now apparently I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's a that. loophole that Bill Belichick would be proud of. <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you think any of these rule changes that they're going to implement for 2023 will speed up the game, bring a quicker pace of play, and uh, if not satisfy the existing fans, actually attract some new fans to uh, baseball with some brevity about it? Yeah, well, I mean, Coop, you can uh, clarify this if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the minor leagues, the pitch clock has worked. The, it's the it's averaging about like two hour, 15 minute games. Right. So you oh, give me a beautiful. two hour, 15 minute game. You're shaving off an hour. And you're sh now all those people that say like football is so fast paced. Well, actually, we finish 45 minutes quicker than football does. So the old days, you're back to because I remember watching these in the old days on TBS when Greg Maddox would pitch like a complete game in like two hours and 20 minutes. That's now, entertaining, though. though it it can be very entertaining. So, uh, yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I don't necessarily love the shift banning. Um, because I've always been a proponent of if they give you a big hole, hit the damn hole. And if you choose not to, that's on you. I'm sorry. I, so that, that is tough when you have a breaking ball coming in that's, you know, dropping like 19 inches or yep. whatever. It's, it's difficult to do. However, these guys are getting paid. They're, they're professional athletes. They've been pay playing this game forever. Mm. And I think the game would have naturally kind of shifted back from <laughs> going shifted. shifted instead of doing the long ball, which we see right now, which right like ownership groups and front offices are valuing, yep. I think you would have seen a swing back to contact hitters. But I, I, I am intrigued by these rules. I don't really care about the surface area of the base and the four point whatever inches Doesn't that matter. get shaved off the though, distance. Though Hamilton, who we got for Hunter Renfro, just broke the Portland Sea Dog uh, steel record, so we have that. Oh, nice. Steels are cool again, right? We don't have Hunter Renfro, but we have that. Yeah, I'd rather have Hunter Renfro. Yeah, mm -hmm. I dig the long ball just like the chicks used to. 
They still do. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. It is what it is. And that's been baseball talk on the Fitzy and Hart program. Thank you so much. We now return to our regularly scheduled football discussion. (laughs) No, I don't mind the baseball break. Maybe we could get that sponsored as well because that checks a box and satisfies a quotient as we broadcast from the Ford Clubhouse Fenway Studio on the weekends before Red Sox home games. Andy, I mentioned briefly, it was a bit of a tease, if you will. That's a radio Mm. term. Don't worry. I don't want to rattle your big Mm. dome cage with all those terms and thoughts and such. (laughs) But um, the idea that Tom Brady, who just looks so exhausted these days, uh, forget about the problems his team is having with skill position players, the offensive line, etc. You said that you were kind of out or almost out-ish on this Tampa Bay season, that he probably shouldn't have come back that something was a foul, something was rotten Mm. in Denmark, or at least Tampa Bay this season. And now that we learn more about the Brady and Giselle breakup or dysfunction, if you will. She's out. Speaking of foul and out, um, guess she's out. She hasn't been around in a while, and now everyone's reporting on it. It's bad news, Bears. Um, He looks absolutely miserable. And I heard a point earlier from Ken on the Ken and Curtis program. It was right before they accepted their Marconi, um, where Ken said maybe Brady putting himself out there so much the last couple of years because he was under the concrete dome of Belichick and the Patriots for two decades that maybe now he's out there almost too much. Like, we've uh, Br- there's Brady saturation. We've reached beyond peak Brady at this point. That it's almost like, to me, or so it occurred, that maybe... Tom Brady misses Bill Belichick, not just for his guidance in the great coaching, because Lord knows he's a hell of a better coach than anyone they have down there in Tampa now, uh, regardless of his age, Andrew, that maybe like he is overexposed at this point, and he almost needs somebody like Belichick to sort of like protect and like protect him from himself at this point, because it's just it's too much Tom protein, the clinics, the pajamas, the underwear, everything like it's just too much at this point, and now look how much look at look at the way it's affected his personal life. Well, to me, that's the biggest issue, and and I get no, um, I don't take any joy talking about Tom Brady's marital situation, potential divorce, whatever, because I wouldn't wish that on any man, any couple, anybody that's married, because I think that derails your entire life. I mean, and it's not our business, even though we can't keep anything private anymore in the day of day and age of social media. It's not our business, but his life is in the public forum, and he makes a lot of money out of making sure we know every step of his life on social media. So I have no problem with people talking about it, but I think that's where it starts. You know, you can talk about, oh, the Brady brand, and he's spread himself too thin, and that may actually be part of the marital, marital problems that he's now in the offseason as busy as he is in season because of all these different ventures he has. But I just think that that's the root of this problem is right now, you know, he's half in with his team, he's half in with his wife, and his, his worlds are colliding, his mm-hmm. commitments and his dedications mm-hmm. are colliding, and that's, that's a terrible place to be. And I, I, you know me, I don't feel bad for Tom Brady very often. I feel bad for him right now, because if you, if you don't have your family, your wife, your support system, then you really have nothing. And if I these know. reports we're reading are true, that she may, have, she may have moved out six weeks ago and they've been living separately for that long... Mm. Uh, He's actually doing, I would say, a remarkable job of sort of covering it up because as bad as he looks and some of the questions we've had, if that happened to me, whew, I can't even, I'd be a puddle of goo on the ground and you'd need a new Saturday radio co-host. Oh, man, go get that other life you've been looking for, <laughs> Mrs. Hart. Follow that dream. 
<laughs> no, serious. But I get you. I mean, Andy, I have a hard enough time sometimes when I go away for work for a couple of days and I'm away from uh, the wife and kids, and to think that you know they may pick up and move, and that ultimatums were drawn up, and there's something that you can't stop doing because you literally have this drive, this addiction to it. I understand that maybe taking football away from Tom Brady would be like asking him to stop being the Tom Brady that we've all uh, grown to know, love, follow, adore, cherish, be frustrated by, et cetera, et cetera. I just don't know how this ends happily for anybody because Brady just can't stop playing football. And look, even if he doesn't have the greatest week one in Dallas, he's still really, really good at it. He was voted the number one player by his peers in the league at age 45. So it's awfully difficult for the man to stop doing it. But apparently there must have been some agreement in the family, and it seems like maybe he went against it. I know, it seems kind of silly for us to be speculating upon the personal life of someone else like that, but when you watch somebody that brought you so much joy and intensity and talking points and relevance and victories and parades for so long, regardless of when he left town or how and why he left town, when you can literally see, like, the, the man's cheeks look so sallow right now, it almost looks like he's doing that thing where you, like, kind of, like, make that fish face and suck your cheeks in. Like, is he eating? Is he, well, is there's he taking also care of him? Spe- speculation that, like, his face fillers are, like, falling apart or whatever. The, I don't even know how any of that plastic surgery works. That right. maybe some of the plastic surgery that he's allegedly, supposedly had um, – could be uh, falling apart, and he needed to get some of it touched up or get it fixed. It's you think terrible. you get a warranty on that? You get like face filler? Is there like a ten-year <laughs> warranty? Like, is, oh, sorry, you're eleven, Mister Brady. You're on your own. Oh, what a disaster! And of course, he's got a tough matchup tomorrow. Uh, talk about a tough game for Brady to go into, given the state of affairs, allegedly or in rumor that oh, he's nobody going said affairs. Uh, state of affairs, you. Oh, you didn't actually accuse him of dabbling. No, I did not. I did. He's not having an he affair stiff. with football, and she yes. knew that. Well, that I mean, everyone's been known there that. for decades. Giselle has always known always... she's been second fiddle. Giselle Bunchen, the most, the world's most beautiful and successful power walker, has been the second fiddle to football for all of all the time they've been together. And I guess and she, she should have known that anymore. She Let's see known if that. he I'm takes a... it out. Uh, we'll preview week two in just a second. Let's see if Brady can take it out against uh, his new toughest rival since he joined the National Football Conference. But real quick, our last call of the day. He's been hanging patiently. I know he's probably got some business he needs to take up with you. All right, Stephen Fall River. Go ahead. I think he just dropped. He that. just dropped. Yeah, sorry, oh. Fitzy. You what made him shame. wait for like two hours, and he stuck it to you. He showed you by hanging up. Okay, Okay. well, I try to move the show he along. Answered your we prayer, all talk. Actually. We make our points. Well, you and Coop with the improvised baseball break took up all of Stephen Oh, I'm Fall sorry. River's we talked time. a little baseball here at Fenway Park in the middle of baseball season. Sheesh, God forbid. The, we got to cherish faux, it before um, The it's faux umbrage you're taking right now is the first funny thing you've ever done. I'm all program. in on baseball again. I saw a great game earlier in the week. I was very excited. Ball was jumping out of the ballpark. I'm an advocate. Games for you. Expanded playoffs. Oh, you, you mean in general. I, th- I, thought I, yeah, we, I thought you were saying something about this building because I'm no, pretty no, no, sure no, this no, building not. will not oh, have no, more playoff no, no, games no, no, no. this year. There'll be the no Boston playoffs Royal in Fenway. Unless, no unless you're talking about the Fenway Bowl when, like, East-West, Nobody Cares State takes on, like, Notre oh. Dame like on December 29th. I'd go to the Fenway Bowl. Why I not? I would, too. Sit in the monster seats? It's a unique perspective. Sounds like a good Brockton time. Brockton High playing I, in it this year. I might, <laughs> I might have to check it out. <laughs> hey, we play Brockton down our way, and I hear they're a little too good for us right now. I got roots to Brockton, so I, I, I'm sorry. 
Brockton, Brockton all day for life. All right. for life. And this is and this has been. Where are you from? With Coop and Coop and Hart. Oh, not happy with Coop's interactions today. Uh, no, I just wanted to get Fitzy to the NFL wants more mic time. He hasn't got enough air time today. Coop, you're stepping on him. It's, it was the age thing. I apologize. I'm Love trying to just get here. through. Oh, the, now we yeah, got another I mean, voice. The cast Fitzy, of thousands. Fitzy, how dare you question Coop's ability to step on the mic? I know, Bradfo. Shame on me trying to actually get through the show prep that I prepared I know, for the program I'm just, I'm just today. Kidding. I, know, I, just, I just wanted you guys to talk about Ricky Williams. I'll talk. That's the post-show podcast. Oh no, by yes, all means, Ricky Williams. And, hey, listen, uh, let, let's have the Ganja Lounge with Bradfo show. Can I step <laughs> in before? <laughs> but, it's oh, legal. Please, it's legal. How right was now. your comp? You know what? No one needs to hear our week two picks anyway. Uh, oh, I think no, Tampa's no, going to lose no, tomorrow no, no. because well, now we send them to the Six Rings podcast oh, where they. By the way, picks. congratulations! In all seriousness, like crazy, crazy amount of downloads for the Six Rings podcast. Thank awesome you. job, guys! Thank you, appreciate it. Um, yes. Yeah, Ricky, they can get our week two preview on the Six Rings podcast. Thank you, Brad Fo. How was the chat with Ricky Williams? And where's his dispensary going to open up? Uh, I, I, well, I don't, I think it's more of his line. Well, no, we can't even talk about, it. I'm not even going to talk about that. Oh, that's all, right, I always, we can't. Uh, all I will say is that I could do like a two hour podcast with that guy. And my ultimate dream is to do one with him and Bill Walton. Like he's oh, a boy. He is a, honestly, well, honestly like, Bradford, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> is, honestly, Ricky Williams is, is he was really, really an interesting guy, articulate and also just like. A great conversationalist. Like, he, he actually didn't just hear, hear the answer. He actually had sort of thoughts to your thought, to your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and also, I don't know if you know this, he played baseball. The great game of baseball. Yes. Baseball player, had a great college football career, was involved in one of the more unique trades in NFL history. Yeah, and, which, by the way, lopsided affair. that was nuts. I mean, the fact that Dick... The guy could, making the trade was Yeah, nuts, Dick could trade it away yeah, an entire draft for one. And then, and then... Ricky Williams signs a deal that basically makes no money because it's all incentive. Yep. And uh, but he did reveal on the podcast that after year two with the Saints, he wanted to go back to playing baseball. Well, I would too. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. But yeah, no, if a you're really playing for that guy. You're playing for so Mike Ditka's Saints. Oh hell yeah! Who wouldn't want to go back to and, baseball? And, and the other thing, surprising guys, he had a good career. Like he had a good career, good, a good football career. Yeah, yeah. with the very Dolphins, good with the good. Dolphins. Then he went on that weird. Um, Whatever that was, when he went away to like India, or uh, involved a tent. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, no, he's, he's a kind of really Aaron Rodgers before guy. Aaron Rodgers, Andy. Yes, very very interesting guy, and uh, so yeah, you got a chance to chat with him. Did you get anyway. like? Can you get a Zoom contact high from somebody? How does that work? Uh, if, if we could, we that absolutely <laughs> would have Absolutely. I don't want to. Hey, listen, great show. I don't want to interrupt anymore. Go Thank on. you. No, please. That's Coop's job. Oh wait, apparently it's over. I hear music. <laughs> <laughs> to get our. Week 2 NFL Best Bets and Picks. Please subscribe to the Six Rings Podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, WEI.com, the Odyssey app, and more wherever you like to get your sports pods. We will be back with you tomorrow following the conclusion of Game 3, the final game of Sox Royals with the Six Rings postgame show live from WEI 93.7 FM following Pats and Steelers. 1 o'clock tomorrow, Gresh, Keefe, and Wiggy have NFL Sunday from 10 to 1. Bradfoe show has got you now with the Red Sox pregame show. Show, not sure. Sorry about sure. that. I was trying to race the ring. Bill Walton got Bradfoe show. Sure. And of course, Sox Royals 410. Andy, can't wait to see you tomorrow. Another beautiful Sunday in the bunker. Go, Pats, and uh, go enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 